Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unite Show. Yay. My name is Crystal. This is my partner, Shine, and together we are Unite's co-founders. We are hosting this lovely event weekly, the Unite Show, every Thursday night at 6.15. So we're having different uh, themes and different speakers every week. And tonight we are doing finding love and maintaining harmony in relationships. Plus, we're going to have a little singles mingle time at the end with lots of Q&A as well. So stay tuned. That's what you're in for. And we've got three wonderful special guests with us today who have some lovely tips and tricks for not only uh, doing well in your current relationship, but if you're looking how to attract the person you're looking for and really create some solid foundations in your future relationships. So I'd love to introduce and uh, get everyone to say a big hello to our guests. We have Georgia up here in the top with her Christmas tree. We've got Silver over here and Georgia and Silver are a wonderful couple, although they're currently not uh, locationally together as they're working separately at the moment. And then we've got Dolphin down here who is on the road in Sacramento. Did he freeze or he's just sitting really still? Oh, there we go. Hi, Dolphin. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hello. We're, gonna, we're gonna start off with a really quick, um, we don't wanna get into backstory yet, but a lovely, so people will know kind of what they can expect from you guys. So I'd love for you each to do a little, hello, this is what I offer to the relationship world. This is why it matters to me. And I'm gonna bring you some juicy tips and tricks so if you guys could each do one of those for our wonderful guests, and then we're going to get into some fun questions. So whoever wants to start, take it away. Or we can pick someone. Hi, I am Georgia Morley, also known as Semitic Counselor Georgia, and I am the other half of my beautiful partner in love, life, and legacy, Mr. Silver Storick over here. And we have uh, been on the journey of relating for the last four years through all the thick and thin. We are truth tellers. That is our secret sauce. And so we talk about relationships in a way that um, is very authentic. And we navigate love from a place of, of truth, love, and transparency. We are currently creating a life. We are having a baby in March at uh, 47 years young. Woo! Way to go, us. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> and that's a whole new chapter of relationships. So I think Crystal's question of what we bring or what I bring to the folds of relating would be, I bring the dissolving of patterns in, in relational patterns, and some people call them triggers, um, activations, uh, traumas. So that's what I bring to the table. Thanks so much. Mm. Lovely to be Important here. Important work. Lovely to see you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. You. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I'll follow so on over. from my yes. beloved. And yeah, I'm just, just delighted to be here to to share the the radical truth of my co-existence and co-creation with with my lover Georgia I I truly believe it's it's been like a an arranged marriage of sorts <laughs> by a higher power than, than than both of us we were just we're a kind of unlikely couple 
yet I feel we we look and act exceptionally together. It's just like this this perfect perfect match that I couldn't have possibly chosen myself. And by that I mean there's just there's just layer after layer of of depth that Georgia and I are willing to go to together. And that that is one of the keys that we'll we'll jump into in this this session today. What I'm what I'm going to offer is a few a few curveballs and a few a few bombs to to shake things up, as I love to do when I share the the radical truth, which I truly believe is our access to our authenticity and the depth of relationship that we truly desire. Love it! Beautiful! Yay, Erling! Me, me. You go, Dolphin. Dolphin. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I've been doing work in the realm of relating in relationship for over 20 years. Uh, it, it is my life. It, it's everyone's life, but it happens to be my life's work. Um, and the two primary projects I have right now is uh, one is called Relation Flicks. It's a education based platform around relationships where we invite educators and live broadcasting and writers community and a whole bunch of other resources for people to level up their love and, and relational skills. And then the other one is my personal coaching work, which is very much about integrating what is unintegrated in our past. And through that, enabling us to, to really come into the full potential of our relationships. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you, Dolphin. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love it. So now I would love to, um, if anyone uh, of the guests wants to share a quick intro of who, who they are and, and what they're hoping to get out of this call. And um, if you have any questions, uh, maybe just wait till we've we've gone through everyone and then we can start. Um, we want to do a lot of Q&A. To, to keep it fresh and to, to make it really valuable for uh, for the people on the call. So if if you want to share, you don't have to. Uh, yeah, it just free. gives us a sense of whether you're single and looking for someone, whether you're in a relationship and looking for ideas or support or just general maintenance. And then that will give our speakers a little bit of guidance as well as we're going to ask them some juicy questions too. So yeah, would anyone like to say hello and I'm share happy. what brought you here? Great. I'm happy to jump in. And then what brought me here is I'm always interested to hear and learn more about relationships. I have great relationships in my life, um, none of which is a partner. So that's the relationship I'm still seeking and always open to conversations around where I can make that uh, connection and see how things happen. So. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks, Michelle. Anyone else going to jump in? It's okay if you don't want to. Okay, um, um, I'm Carissa, and um, I just happened to see on uh, Dolphin's Facebook feed that this was happening now, wow. and I just checked like a half hour ago, and so I thought, oh, well, that's an awesome timing. Um, yeah, and so I am not currently dating anybody, but I'm in a place in my life where I feel like I am ready to be in like a high quality relationship. It just sometimes is uh, difficult to find uh people, I guess, especially um, I'm living in Costa Rica right now. 
Um, but I'm going to be, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome, but I'm going to be leaving soon to go uh, live somewhere else for a bit. So I'm kind of a bit nomadic. Um, yeah, so I'm in an interesting place in my life, I guess you can say. Lovely. Thank you for being here and thank you for sharing. Beautiful. I think Georgia and Silver met in Bali, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Indeed. Yeah. And Crystal and I have a fun, a fun story to share about how, how we met too. Are we sharing that story online? <laughs> yeah, it's a certain kind of person who like that. Yeah. What are we talking about? Melanie or uh, whoever is behind spacevillage.ca. <laughs> Do you want to share? Oh, uh, sure, I'll go ahead. Uh, Hello. Nadar, by the way, I'm sorry if my name is not showing. I, I should. Definitely... Nadar? Yeah. So, uh, you know, welcome. Gyro on, on Facebook, right? So, yes. Yes. Uh, let me just type my name here. And there we go. Beautiful. Oh, so, yeah. Of course, uh, Sean Kelly, you both know me. And, uh, you know, I've moved to BC a couple of years ago before I was, you know, living in Ontario. And, you know, a few years before that, I was in Egypt. And, you know, uh, the life of an entrepreneur, you both know, it's uh, it can get tricky to find the right person, you know, being, mm -hmm. you know, time consumed. Oh, yeah, the, the week just flies like this. And they're like, oh, I don't have time for a social life. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, in a yeah. place where I'm definitely looking, you know, for... Um, an authentic relationship and uh, mm -hmm. I'm planning to start you know uh, traveling more now that I've you know things have opened up and one can travel again without any hassle and um, it would be a good idea to escape the winter maybe next year and celebrate my birthday somewhere nice and warm you know nice I'm here to see if we can find that right person lovely lovely thank you for sharing that thank you welcome Good to see him in in the in, in video form at least yeah <laughs> not just facebook text yes <laughs> Mel melanie do you yeah, want to I've share been so busy with my app that's why you see like all of my zoom meetings are around my app or around grants alone so i had yeah, to now to say, change it to the social setting <laughs> exactly yes, there yes. you go we'll bring you some social yes. quick quick plug if anyone is looking for grants and loans for their business just connect with uh, nazar Yes, or an app for community building with, for events and yeah. such and workshops. Serious. <laughs> oh, awesome. Allison's here. Allison or Melanie, do you want to uh, have a quick quick share of what you're, why you're here and what you're looking for? Yes, Melanie. Hi. Yes. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm here because I always like to learn about um, how to relate to others. I find that it's not something that comes easy to me, like in friendships. Um, acquaintances. Um, I'm a solo traveler. I like that term. Someone had um, shared it with me a while back. I'm like, I like that term. I'm going to use it. And um, yeah, I'm actually quite content, you know, with uh, my status per se. Um, but I'm always open to if a man comes in my life, wonderful. But I just find that it's really hard for me to jive with other people. And for me mm -hmm. to have the, it's really important to have the friendship thing before, mm -hmm. um, to be like oh do I really like them um yeah and it's just it's really hard for me to like drive with someone to be like oh you're super awesome like yeah it's just <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever get there and I'm okay with it so yeah I just always <laughs> like to learn more <laughs> I love that you're fun yeah that's awesome. beautiful thank, thank you for you. sharing that's sweet Allison, we're just getting a quick touch on what's bringing everyone here if they're in a relationship or if they're looking for kind of the next steps to support them in finding that special person. So if you just want to share that, and then we're going to carry on. 
Okay. Um, I, I've been single for a long time. And I think I, I think the universe has wanted to be me to be that way for a while, just to sort of really focus on me and who I am and, and, and where I'm going. And uh, so I feel that it's time to open up more and just be, be more connected in, in, in whatever way that looks like uh, through friends or uh, connections or different, um, just different circles. And, and um, I, I feel like the, 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 the partner part will evolve from that as long as I'm, I'm on my, my right space and uh, right flow. And uh, if, if, if the universe allows it, I think it's going to just be great. <laughs> Yay. I love it. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. So good to hear from everyone. Um, so I'll give just a very brief because I think we know most of you pretty well, but just Ren and I just celebrated our seven-year anniversary on Tuesday. Yeah. So we made it seven years, and I am uh, <laughs> no itch, as Shine pointed you out. <laughs> um, I'm really proud of seven years in a working business plus romantic relationship. I feel like that, not to belittle any relationship where you're not working together. But for me personally, it has added a next level of accountability and uh, showing up because sometimes even when we don't like each other, we need to show up for the business. So it's definitely added a whole nother layer into our relationship, which I'm very proud that we're still in love with each other. And um, we come from very different relationship backgrounds. I was a serial monogamist. Uh, Shine is my fourth serious partner and I almost did back to back since I was a teenager so long-term relationship long-term relationship long-term relationship and married and I have two kids with my uh, past uh, partner so I that was kind of my background coming into our relationship and Shine did a little bit more uh, exploration and uh, <laughs> checking out the world in his relationships yeah. and uh, less long-term um big, uh, long commitment relationships. So it was interesting for us to come together and kind of really marry our two um, ideas of relationship and our values and grow through that. So we're excited to be sharing some of that with you. And part of what really sparked this particular uh, episode of the Unite show was we host a lot of community events and gatherings and consistently we seem to have, we have a couple lovely couples like we have as our uh, guest speakers here tonight, but a lot of our community are like some of you on the call who are really beautiful people but kind of haven't found that match yet. And so we're constantly getting uh, sidebarred into these conversations about how do you do it and what do I need to do? And so yeah, we've definitely got a lot of ideas for how to support our community and we felt like doing bringing in some more uh, lovely experts, if you will, to share some ideas would be really helpful to our community. And we have also started a singles, Unite Singles group. So we're really committed to uh, bringing more love into all of your lives. So <laughs> that's what we're up to here. <laughs> you wanna add anything, Shine? No, I'll, I'll share as we go. Um, but yeah, if, if, um, if any of the uh, participants here have 
a burning question or a, a soft question, anything that you're curious about, whether it's like how to find the right person or whatever. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna ask that, and then different uh, people can share. Nazar, you have your hand up. Yeah. So, how does this work? Because this is my first time attending something like this. Do we? Are you gonna put us in like separate rooms, and we have like a five-minute quick conversation, or or should we just uh, yes. add each other on Facebook? Uh, I'm not sure how this works. So we're going to start for the first little bit where we're going to uh, pick the brains of our wonderful guest speakers. I know, um, especially Georgia and Silver, I think they have to leave at a 7.30, I believe, or uh, so we want to make sure we use our time with them wisely. Uh, so we're going to start by if you guys have any burning questions, how do I deal with this issue? How do I let go of that? What's your best advice for this? Um, we're going to do some round robin where you're going to ask, raise your hand, ask your question, and then they're going to uh, take turns or all of them will answer, preferably not at the same time. And uh, then after that, we're going to go into a bit more social where you guys can chat and connect and actually start to um, kind of talk about uh, what your single experience is with each other and how we can support you guys in moving through that in a more um, intimate way. I don't think there's enough people on here where we need to go in separate groups, uh, separate branch out rooms. I think we can just uh, work together and take turns speaking. So that's my thought. And uh, yeah, we'd love to start. If you guys don't have any burning questions, we've definitely got some that I'd like to uh, bring forward from the community. So thank you. Yeah. So if you do have a question, put your hand up either virtually with the little icon or just wave it around and we will call on you. No, nothing no. yet. Okay. Cool. Um, so let's, uh, It's. Uh, I think everyone on the call is single and looking looking or open for a relationship. So why don't we do a round robin of, of, um, of what the, the best tools are for sort of getting yourself ready to attract that relationship. And if Georgia Silver or Dolphin, if anyone wants to go, um, feel free. Yeah, what would you say is kind of, I know I know a lot of times it's like you do you, your work and I, I think our community is probably on the same page with that, but please, yeah, carry on with that. And what would you say is the best way they can line up for their next special somebody? Silver, I think you're gonna take it away. Yeah, I can certainly speak to that. And it is such a great topic because I come across so many, so many men and women that are are single and that literally talk themselves out of even dating. And I find that incredibly sad, to be honest. Um, so really my my thoughts on this are. They, they talk themselves out of dating because they're they're looking for the one. And even if they enter into conversation with somebody, they're automatically going through this thought process in their head and eliminating them through, through certain um, preconceptions of how it's gonna go if they actually go out on a date. <laughs> So they talk themselves out of dating completely and then end up, you know, in long periods of, of, of being single and and alone and then getting comfortable with that. And 
I, you know, my, my, my challenge to you is to, to get out there and have some fun, go on some dates and just have some fun with, with no preconceptions and just, yeah, just, just have some fun. I mean, that's how George and I met. We were not looking for love long-term at all at that time. And, and here we are in the most incredible adventure together that's that's been absolutely mind-blowing so get out there have some fun date date a few people and you don't have to have sex with every person that you date I really want that to sink in there's so many levels of connection one can have and explore all those levels of connection it's not just like uh, friendship and fucking it's like everything in between there's absolutely everything in between so explore that is my my encouragement to to all of you oh that's sweet that's really that's really good advice and i think that's really i i've seen that a lot exactly what you started off by saying that you know so many people look but they actually talk themselves out of dating because they have all these ideas, whether it is, you know, what you were saying that, you know, I need to find the one. I've been recently at some of our gatherings, we've been uh, a lot of people come in with, I'm looking for my next best person, but all men in North America are assholes. And I'm like, hmm, that might, <laughs> or, you know, all women are crazy and I'm looking for a woman. I'm like, hmm, you know, and I know they're kind of venting and they, they know that they need to do a little work with that piece, but it really is a good place to start is like, what is your, what is your idea about what dating is, is going to bring me to, if it's, I'm, I'm doing it to find the one that's a lot of pressure on every single date. Or if you're doing it kind of trying to find the non-crazy, the only non-crazy woman or non-crazy man in North America, that's a lot of pressure. And you're going to be holding that up, that checklist up as, you know, every time they say anything, you're going, oh, evidence, evidence, evidence. So yeah, I'd say that's really, really good advice. Go in having fun, lower your expectations as much as you can just to uh yeah enjoy each other's company mm-hmm. how about dolphin and georgia what are your thoughts i'll go yeah go. um <clears throat> i mean you mentioned it crystal for us to like who we spend time with when we're alone is, is a really important aspect of what attracts someone. So, you know, I think if, if there's a sense in us that, that being on our own is not okay, um, that's a challenging piece. And, and so there, there might be some work for us to do there around like, I'm good with me and then I move into life and I play and then I move into life and I date and then I move into life and I meet people. Uh, I think that's really, really important. Um, a couple other things that I think are really important. There, I mean, there's a million, but I'll, I'll focus on two. <clears throat> are you clear what relationship is about for you? Uh, it seems like a funny question, but when I work with couples that are struggling, one of the primary pieces that I'll ask right off the bat, and, and, and a lot of people I work with haven't really deeply explored, like, what is your relationship for? 
what is it in service to? What are you really about? What is what is your relationship a vehicle for in your life? And if you don't have a good worked out sense of that, you're kind of going to relationship blind. And 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 we we will often misuse relationship. Now, if if you don't know those things, and you're just gonna meet people and you want to find out, that's cool. But if you really want a relationship, but you don't yet know what relationships are really about for you, then, then that there's a mismatch. So, so I would encourage people that are looking for a real partnership. You need to be able to know within yourself and and in, be able to articulate to another what relationships really mean to you, what they're about, what they're in service to. I think that that goes a long way to being able to have meaningful conversations with people to get a sense. Hey, are we on the same page? Is this a a, a relationship to pursue? So that's a really powerful piece. Um, the other one. Where are the people that I would want to date or want to be with spending their time? I've actually spoken with lots of people who are are complaining about not finding people where the kind they want to be isn't hanging. So you know, some growth. How do we find out? I'm just going to jump in for a sec. Is Dolphin breaking up for everyone else or is it just me? Okay. I know it Dolphin, is. Last 10 seconds or so, we, we lost you. Yeah. yeah, if you could maybe take your camera off because you are yeah. breaking up. Turn the camera Thanks. off, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm using Starlink, which I thought would be sort of like the solution to all of my internet issues. But, uh, it, there's not to be. How's my audio right now? It's a little bit better. I'll try to talk slower. Um, yeah, really what I'm speaking to is, do we have a sense of where the kinds of people we want to be with spend their time? And, and to take a little bit of time to figure that, uh, what kind of communities are they a part of? What activities do they do? Uh, if we're in places where the people we want to be with are not hanging out, of course, we're not going to find matches for ourselves. So, so those pieces uh, are simple, but but actually really important. Beautiful, yeah, mm -hmm. that's that makes a lot of sense. A lot of common sense. I know a lot of women, and they're kind of like, "Oh yeah, I'm looking for guys. I'm looking for guys. I can't find anyone." And then they're like, "All the guys at the clubs and the bars are just jerks." And I'm kind of like hmm like how much can you really you know get to know someone when it's loud and you're yelling at each other and if you're actually looking for a relationship that might not be the best environment to to really get to know someone and to connect so yeah good point find out where they go so Georgia, do you have anything to add to the to the how to how to find your sweetie conversation and then as i see your hand yeah <clears throat> yeah, I'll just quickly stack on both um, a couple of things Silver and Dolphin said. And, you know, first and foremost, I think the exploration of relationship is really a, a beautiful place to start, as Silver was sharing. And if you don't know, like in a business, we sometimes do, a, a, you know, value, vision, mission, mission, vision, values. And in order to have a mission, vision, value system for relating, you need to explore and you need to connect to others without any pretense of judgment or like Silver was saying, any end goal. And really what you're doing is you're in that process, you're learning about yourself. 
and you're learning about what your needs and desires are. And you aren't polarizing your energy in the direction of one person. You're, you're really being discerning and practicing this level of discernment. And then I, I love what um, you know, Dolphin was saying about choose, it's like, choose your next adventure. Like, come on, screw dating apps, right, Carissa? You're, it's not working for you. Oh, let's move. You know, choose your next adventure. And, and in every part of your life, start to infuse that sense of personal adventure. Go to the coffee shop. I have a wonderful meditation I do with the women I work with called Who's That Woman? And it's basically just like getting you ready to walk into any environment and feel the energy of what you desire from life, like making love to life first and foremost. And that doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you don't have to have like the eternal perfect self-love model in order to get into a relationship that you desire. And self-acceptance is a big piece of it. So like get into life, get into adventure, show up in spaces where people are like, who's that woman or who's that guy? Right. And it's it's about this inner resonance that you are emitting and the people that you want in your life will come. Mm -hmm. They will arrive. So what's your next adventure? Where are you going? What are you going to explore? That's me. I love it. Beautiful, Georgia. That's so good. That's great. I, I really like the idea of thinking about it. A lot of I think a lot of our people in our community are in some kind of business, some kind of entrepreneur. And as entrepreneurs, we often do a lot of uh, case tests, like asking our customers, what do they need? We're finding out, you know, how does our product work? Do they like it? Do they like our service? We're researching, researching. We're, we're checking things out. And I feel like one of the things that I think a lot of us miss a lot of when we're starting out or looking for a relationship is we're kind of looking for that like fall in love sparks energy moment and forgetting that you know we're we're stepping into someone else's world we've got ideas they've got ideas and to kind of I, I love that idea of like looking at it like you know it's an adventure it's a, it's it's like I'm getting information I'm doing reconnaissance I'm checking stuff out how am I showing up in the world how are they showing up in the world and and kind of relaxing a little bit of that like fall in love and it has to be this idea that maybe you've never even experienced or you've only seen it you know in a movie or online and, and really yeah doing some letting it be like fun and research and exploring and yeah mm -hmm. yeah when crystal and i met uh i had been dating women and not really feeling the what i wanted out of a out of a relationship and so I just said, you know what, I'm attracting women that are not what I want right now. So I'm just going to stop. Like I, I could just tell that something was off with, with, by, by who was, who I was attracting. And, and then for Crystal, she had just gotten out of a relationship and, and gotten dumped and she was feeling kind of low. And both of us at the same time, around the same time, sort of said, we're going to, we're going to live our best life. We're going to make ourselves a 10 out of 10. We're going to be as happy as possible on our own and not date. And now we both sort of decided 
no, like, forget this. We're done for a minute. We're just going to focus on ourselves. And, and that was right around the time I, I met Michelle and I was working, working with um, this lovely human, William and running events. And it was, it was this entrepreneurial fun excitement. And I just got into this flow and I was just feeling amazing and not dating at all. And Crystal was just got back from a retreat and was, was in her zone and really working on herself. And I think it was like three days after she said, I'm going to, four days, four days after she was like, okay, I'm going to take a whole year off no dating. dating, blah, blah, blah. Actually, no, I was committed to being casual because I had never done casual dating. And I'm like, let's try casual. Clearly I'm missing something. I'm too, I'm, I, I like threw everything into all my relationships. I was like, they were my everything. And that made it painful when they ended and who am I without it? So I was like, I think I should just do what these other people do and just be casual. And I was very committed to casual and, and it lasted four days until I met Shine. So yeah. <laughs> I failed that one. But I think the, the piece, were you done, sweetie? Well, so the, the way that you hear about like women who get pregnant um, after they've been told they're infertile right after they adopt, it's like once, once the edge goes away of whatever, you really, really want this baby and it's not coming and all your focus is there. And then when you get a baby, you adopt a baby, it's like all the resistance goes away and then you can get pregnant. And I feel like there's a part of that, that in this, in society, we've built up this, all this thing. And even the way that we were sort of talking about earlier, it's like, you know, getting through, it's like, what, there's nothing wrong. Like it's, it's not a bad place to be. It's fine. It's just, it's part of life. Right. And so I, I think just understanding that it's a, for me anyways, it's a, it's a energetic dynamic and the way that silver said that he couldn't have planned and that it was some sort of it felt like it was some sort of other worldly connection that brought them together because it was it's too perfect like there's too many pieces and it's it's just crazy and I feel the same way with me and Crystal like the 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 overlaps are just crazy and uh and so I think there is a really important energetic piece to it for me of of being a vibrational match to the person that you're wanting to attract and for us, that meant both of us getting into that state on our own and just feeling really excited and empowered. And, and I think because there's so much uh, ideas and, and people have so many bugaboos about love and relationships, the fact that we were saying no to it and actively not looking for it sort of released the resistance. And for Crystal, she was like, ah, oh, casual. And I guess I was in, in, a, in an open enough place to... Yeah, good. Well, I think that's the piece I wanted to tack on to that is we weren't saying no to relationships because right. we had any bad feeling about them. And that's the difference. And I feel like a lot of people are like, well, I can't date this type of person or that type or in this country, or they've got ideas which are they're they're putting walls up. And I was really in, I'm not going to look for a relationship not like I'm not ever going to have one, just I'm not going to be seeking one because that had been my old pattern when I was alone was mm -hmm. to seek a relationship. And this was I'm not going to seek one. But what I was really amping up was I wanted community and I mm -hmm. wanted to be around people and I wanted to connect with people and I wanted to collaborate. And I wanted to be around other people. Like Dolphin was saying, like, to put yourself around people that are like what you want, like what you want to be like the kind of people you want to be around. And I was really realizing a lot of the people I had been 
around were heavier. They were in a little bit of a struggle. They were in a bit of a fight. And I was like, I really want to be around people who are like excited about the future and changing the world and doing good things for the world and humanity. And I just want to be juiced up being around those people. I don't need to be dating them. I don't need to be having sex with them. I just want to be sur surround myself with these type of people. And that's why when um, I was introduced to Shine and then uh, met him more a few months later, it was really, he was 100% exactly who I wanted to be around. He was excited about humanity, loved connecting people. There was always a swarm of amazing people around him. And I'm like, great, this is exactly what I'm looking for in my life right now. So he was actually a perfect match for me energetically, what I was putting out. And the same for him. He was looking for collaborators, co-creators, people to play with, people to jam with, people to build with. So the romantic thing was something that wasn't in our conscious forefront, but because it wasn't there, it actually allowed us to connect. And I really believe if I had been looking for a relationship, I definitely would have not chosen Shine in that moment because my idea of what I needed was based on my first relationship was like this so I can't have that and my next relationship was like this so I've got to cut out this and this because that's where that came from and on my third relationship super fun but no future no plan okay so I can't have anyone so now my window of what was acceptable for me in a romantic partner was quite small and shine did not fit many of my boxes for a very long time I was determined we are casual he was the best I could do for casual we're casual I'm just dating him because he really didn't match a lot of my boxes and the same I had two kids when we met I still have two kids they haven't gone anywhere but they were much younger um my baby was um two and a half I think and I just stopped breastfeeding and my I had a five-year-old toddler and so I came, I was a package deal. I came with, with babies and Shine was really determined to do business. He was very focused on business. He had spent a lot of time in his past working with kids and working with people with, with disabilities and special needs and had put a lot of that energy. And he's like, I don't want to be like taking care of kids. Like that's not on my agenda, but we both kept like, okay, this part feels really good. Let's just soften the edges around these pieces that, Oh, he leaves his socks on the floor. I can't be with him, which was a real thing that I thought a few times in the beginning of our relationship. So I feel like really that we were committed to actually not being committed to each other helped us uh, move through that early phase where we write each other off. Mm -hmm. And that's what um, uh, Silver was talking about, you know, not kind of writing people off right away. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So we have Georgia and Silver only for another half hour or so. So I want um, them to, if anyone has a specific question for 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 Georgia and Silver, or if they have anything to share, uh, Nazar, you have your hand raised. Yeah, Nazar, sorry. Yes, I wanted to share something. Um, you know, uh, to address Carissa's, uh, she said something very interesting. Uh, what filters do you uh, use? You know, what kind of filters should be using when? Uh, you're, you know, getting to know someone. I used to have these filters all the time. Uh, when I was younger, I had this list and if she didn't match, you know, match my mm. box, then she's out. And then what, as I evolved, it became more about, you know, having matched life goals. So you don't have to be identical, but at least, you know, the foundation of having the life goals. Um, 
And then I realized there was one thing that was even more important after, you know, dating based on, you know, matching life goals. I found out that none of this matters. There's only one thing that matters, um, in my opinion. And that is, you know, that both of us should be open to self-growth and, you know, um, you know, uh, doing the self-development work and all this stuff. Because if that foundation doesn't exist, like, you know, self-growth and self-development, then the relationship will not be able to evolve. So whether you take it from a spiritual level or just from like a human behavior pattern or psychological level, whatever you want to, you know, label it, what matters is being open to that um, kind mm. of development because this is how any relationship can grow. And like you both said, you both had lots of boxes. You didn't fit, you know, with each other. And it didn't matter because you had that organic chemistry and things evolved with time uh, because as if we let go of attachments, just like Georgia said, Georgia said, let go of attachment. When we let go of attachment, you know, of certain expectations, then we really get to discover what this person's about. You know, like when, um, think of how, for example, both Americas were discovered. Nobody said, oh, I hope America's gonna look like that. You know, <laughs> they just went on an adventure. They took their boat, they got the right mm -hmm. people, the right crew, and they were just, you know, having that adventure. Of course, there was also the entrepreneurial side of how to navigate a boat and all that and using maps and everything. So there was a mix of, you know, pleasure and adventure at the same time, you know, mixed with professionalism. And, you know, this is, I think this is what would describe your relationship. You both discovered Americas into each other. Right? So. <laughs> exactly. That might be a really good, if no one has a specific question, that might be a really good next step that um, especially George and Silver could address would be uh, once you've kind of maybe met someone that you're interested in, what, without getting in our way of starting to measure them with criteria, um, how do you kind of make sure that you're, you know, kind of, I think a lot of people feel like I don't want to invest too much time if this isn't going to go somewhere. And so make sure that those values kind of line up. Do you have some ideas for those next steps? Yes, I do. <laughs> and yeah, for everyone that's single that's listening, I just I just want to stack on what you mentioned, Crystal. You know, George and I didn't tick many of each other's boxes either at the beginning. And yeah, we really, we really grew to to love each other. And and that was because of a couple of key elements. And and one of those was truth, radical truth. We were we were willing to to speak our truth, we were willing to ask really, really good questions. Instead of having all these unanswered questions in our minds and then answering them ourselves <laughs> without actually asking the, the, the person that we're with, you know, was, I've got this feeling that this is going on. Is, is it actually happening? Or, you know, where do you want this to go? How deep do you want this relationship to be? You know, what, what is going on in your life right now? Are you seeing any anybody else? You know, just, just call it out. Whatever is in your mind, um, be, be brave enough and courageous enough to, to name it. Because then it's not niggling away at your brain and talking yourself out of what could be an incredible relationship. So that's the, the, the first tip I would give. And the, the second one is, is willingness. 
I mean, that's what Georgia has had in abundance, the willingness to go deeper. And that is a key, key element to, to the longevity of any, any relationship. And, you know, if you're looking for harmony, the, <laughs> the, the only way you're going to find any form of harmony in a relationship is to accept that it's not going to be harmonious. And that reminds me of an, an incredible quote from Dr. John DiMartini. And he says, I gave up trying to be happy because it was making me sad. If we're constantly looking for everything to be perfect, everything to, to be like it was in that honeymoon period, if, if we're constantly looking to be happy and you know, passionate and sexy, we're going to be disappointed because that's not how relationships are. I mean, Georgia, have, Georgia and I have discovered an incredible depth of intimacy, even through those periods when we've not been making love. We've, we've deepened our intimacy in so many other ways. So I don't know if you want to stack on that, honey, but over to you. Thanks, lover. That's that's the truth. That is the radical truth. And to stack on what Silver's saying around radical truth, and this is a really, really important one. So often you'll hear things that don't, that might not feel good and might not feel right for you in that moment. And it's likely that that could be something to do with something that has occurred in your life, in your past, maybe in the formative years at some point. You know, um, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> so Silver right out the gate said to me, um, I don't want a relationship. Now, I was really happy being single and being who's that woman. I was having a great time. So I wasn't actually looking for a relationship. But to hear a man say those words activated something inside me that I had two choices. And so when you're in a space of dating and you're meeting people and you're connecting and you're practicing radical truth, objectively having a boundary, an energetic boundary, so that when I heard those words, I could see them, feel them as his truth. And it wasn't a reflection of me. And so I thanked him for his truth. And I went on with my life. And then he showed up again. And then he, you know, said, and what are you looking for? And I was like, well, I'm definitely not looking for a sexual relationship. <laughs> and it, it kind of just went on from there. <clears throat> and so being able to own your own stuff in the middle of some of these harder truths as you're getting to know someone is really important because if we're constantly triggered or activated if our nervous system is activated by another person's truth, we aren't going to get to know them. We aren't going to get to know them. If we're automatic, if I eliminated silver and was like, well, then you don't want a relationship. See ya. Just because of the way I received it. Even though I didn't want a relationship, who can relate to that? I don't want a relationship, but I received that in a way that was like, oh, jarring. If I had allowed that or not worked with it in my own nervous system, we might not be here today. So it's, it's really important to edge that 
in, 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 in relating dynamics, especially when you're getting to know someone. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I love this. Does anyone have any uh, questions for Georgia and Silver while we have them? They're, they're kind of a big deal. <laughs> this, is, this is like prime a, time, a, like free coaching. Get on it, people. Go, Michelle. I have a question that, that actually just came to mind for me. So I've had intimate partners at different stages of my life that are not relationship partners. They're friend. It's a friend, friendship type uh, partnership. Mm -hmm. And I've had people say to me, that's stopping you from actually finding someone. And mm -hmm. I don't feel it is because to me, I've separated the two. Any thoughts on that? Great question. Yeah, Michelle. That's what people think. Watch, <laughs> watch for rhetoric that isn't your own personal belief. Okay. Just push it aside because your sexuality and where you're, what you're exploring in your life is, is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it has absolutely no reflection on the, the person you're, you're meant to partner with, the being that is to be your partner. In fact, it only encourages that in yeah. an even more yeah. uh, authentic way. So that's my personal perspective. Um, you might. And I love that because I'll say to that, Georgia, for me, what it does is it removes the sexual aspect of yeah. meeting someone new. Right? Because a lot of people, that's the thing that's on their mind. Oh, I want somebody to have sex with. When you take that off the table, mm -hmm. you're approaching, I'm approaching the, the person as the person. Sex yeah. has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's kind of great. That works out real well then, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think so. You know, and, and this really speaks to choosing your belief system, your values, what's right for you. There is so much information on the internets. Like you could just be bombarded with people's opinions and ideas. And so really choosing what feels right for you is, is really key. So I appreciate that share a lot. I think stacking on that, Michelle, you know, relationships are all about connection. And as I said earlier, there's the, the connection it has a vast, vast scale to, to explore and to, to play with. And, you know, just before I, I met Georgia, I was, I was really exploring every aspect of that I could. And there was, there was some, some women that I was with where I would like, I'd just walk around the house <laughs> naked, you know, we'd, and, and we'd both do that. We'd just have everything hang out, we'd be naked and we'd end up <laughs> dancing naked in the, in the bathroom while we were brushing our teeth, just, just giggling like like teenagers that were high and or you know having a, a bath with with somebody else and just just being fully present in in the in the beauty and the in the delight and the intimacy of, of that without it needing to be anything other than that it didn't need to go any further mm. and that's that's the beauty of 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 radical honesty as well and radical truth is just being able to be fully present in that experience mm. so good i love that i i, I just want to add a little bit of i love abraham hicks and what what they talk about is that like the universe sort of knows what you want and the way that you 
line up with those synchronicities that you couldn't have planned that are just seem amazing is 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 just following that little breadcrumb trail of like does this feel better is does this feel good it is this and not from like a a, a, a bad place of like oh like I need I need a, a fix and I'm feeling terrible and I need something it's like no I'm just I'm feeling good and ooh, this feels fun oh that's interesting and whether you might understand it or not like that's the path towards what you want and so as long as it's feeling and I can tell from your face when you ask the question it's like yeah it's fun it's, it feels great so it's like perfect that's that's I think that's the only thing to pay attention to yeah you're putting yourself in the vibration of what part of what you want so just because that you're also open to a relationship that has other components. I really, law of attraction doesn't agree that you can't, it would be the same as saying like, don't bother working your job because then the lot, you can't win the lottery because you're canceling one without the other. So I think it really is. Hmm. I mean, obviously, as long as you're checking in and it's still feeling super fun and valuable and useful, more is more is more. So yeah. Yeah, you go, girl. <laughs> Communication is, is key as well. I'll say that. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And so good. Anyone else have a juicy question for George and Silver? They've got twenty more minutes. Oh, Allison. Allison, yeah. Hop on in. Um, I tend to have a really busy life, busy work, and busy family and, and a lot going on, maybe even a little more than the average person. Um, and uh, I, um, I enjoy meeting people and I have a good time, but I have a hard time not compartmentalizing my life into different sections and, and being a little more open. And I'd like to learn how to be a little more open that way, I think. I don't know if my question is clear. <laughs> yeah you could just just sort of you know drop into that a little bit more and just share with me a little bit about what you mean by like to be more open so what I heard you say was you have a full life you have a busy life and you tend to compartmentalize and so you would like to create more space for openness or maybe you could I think so. And, and relationships of, of whatever that looks like. Um, I have a, a family life where um, part of my family doesn't really like socializing because I'm a mom of two boys and uh, they don't, they don't like the extra parts. Uh, so I find it hard to keep the balance. And um, although I'm open and willing, and I think, um, I think in some ways they are too, um, I find it difficult to put into place in reality because I have about this much time left in the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I hear that. And often these, these domestic roles, motherhood is a, is a role, is a beautiful role. It's a wonderful role. And it does tend to take precedent over our opportunities to connect with others. And I, I really hear that and feel that. And so what you're asking is like, where do I, how do I, how do I do this? And it might be something as simple as, you know, really acknowledging there might be a piece of you that needs to, to check in with self. Like how much do I gift myself? How much am I willing to receive? Mm -hmm. Can my boys, I don't know how old they are, but you know, can someone once a week take them? Can I make time? And why am I not making time? 
get curious with yourself. Mm-hmm. Can my boys, I don't know how old they are again. They're, they're teens. They can. They have some stuff. That, yeah. They have some stuff. Yeah. Like they, they have th- like things that they don't want you to go out or. Um, yeah, they have, they have some stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's okay. Got it. Okay. So I guess, I guess it's really about giving yourself the gift of that openness mm-hmm. and creating space for yourself, per- permission to, to embark on that and to cut that we moms we have a codependent tie you know we really do and that tie as beautiful as it is sometimes it needs to be relinquished a little bit to make space for ourselves. and everybody thrives everybody ultimately thrives when mom has more more space for herself believe it or not so that would be my my feedback on that thank you Okay. Firstly, I just want to acknowledge you, Alison, because when you when you came on, you you really mentioned that you consciously took time to to discover who you are and and to to work on your own authenticity. And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful stepping stone for you know transitioning to being open to to meeting somebody, being open to love being open to to receive and I want to I want to share this with everybody that's such a vital part of being able to meet someone is being open to receive so I encourage every one of you to to ask yourselves am I open to receive and listen and see what's there see what's there because you may discover that there there is something that's like well it's like holding on to you and 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 and, and keeping you closed mm-hmm. so am i truly open to receive just asking yourself that question numerous times yeah. and listening without judgment as to to what comes up and just by listening to to the answers that inevitably appear mm. that can open you up that can dissolve that 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 shield or that that barrier that was there that that mm. was there from a, a previous experience mm-hmm. and just really getting that you are a different person now to to the person that had that previous experience that perhaps made you guarded or put the shield up right and it's okay to to let that shield down and be be open to receive mm. oh i love that so good there's a there's a really lovely abraham quote i i speak in abraham abraham parables there's a <laughs> lovely abraham clip of a woman who's talking about their family dog and the dad was like, no, no dog. Like, absolutely not. And one of the kids was like, I don't know. I don't really want a dog. I want to take care of it. One of the kids really wanted a dog and she was kind of indifferent. And and they they sort of found this dog that was so perfect for all of them that they all just fell in love with it. And, it, and if they would have 
kind of tried to, to like make a collective decision, whatever their ideas about the dog were, were, were at odds. But when one of them got into alignment with the dog and just focused purely on what they wanted and why they wanted it, they attracted a dog that matched everyone's desires. Mm-hmm. And so that came up for me with your boys is like, you don't really have to pay attention to what they're saying from probably a triggered place. You can like ignore that as much as you can and and just and just focus on what you want. And, and what Georgia said I love is like when when you really focus on what you want and fill yourself up, everybody wins because you're more available to them. You have more love to give. You're filled up. It's like it's and and they will see that even if they can't maybe put their head around it right now. Yeah. Yeah. In truth, I know. I know it's about me. I know it's mine. <laughs> no. And, and I think one one final piece on this too, especially as a busy person, busy mom myself, I know it can feel like I can't even, you know, carve out the time for like my bath or workout or like the thing, you know, how can I carve out the time to date or, or to add a new person into my life? And what I try and do when I feel like I don't have time for something that I want to do is I try and just prepave it. Uh, pre-paving is something Abraham Hicks talks a lot about, or I step it forward in my mind. I imagine it moving forward, even if I can't move forward with it, because then energetically, even if you go on no date, your children have, don't change their opinion. Like you have no physical things are changing, but you can date in your mind. You can show up, you can imagine it, you can, oh, it's, it's so juicy and so fun and so exciting and, and just that feeling and everyone's going to feel so good. And like Shine said, like it's going to, the, the person's going to come in and they're without attachment, getting too attached to how it's going to look, but everyone's going to feel the benefit of this. I'm going to feel the, in fact, I'm going to feel like I have more time in my life, not less time. How is that even, I don't even know how that's possible. Like just juicing yourself, lining up yourself and Abraham does this, like put a hundred dollars in your wallet. And if you're feeling scarce about money and when you go shopping, instead of like, I can't afford that. And I can't afford that. Be like, I could buy that, but I'm not gonna, I could buy that, but I'm not gonna. So I do that. We did that when we were lining up with this house, we went shopping for houses and we're like, they, they weren't even available. We drive down the street and be like, I like that one. I like that one. Ooh, it'd be fun to live here. Ooh, it'd be fun to live here. And so even you're not taking time out of your regular life. You're not dating, but you're walking down the street and you're like, oh, that's a nice one. Oh, that's a nice one. Like, go shopping. Imagine what it would be like with them. Imagine what their life could be like. Imagine what it could, like you're stepping instead of going, I don't have, he's beautiful. I don't have time to date him. He's lovely, but I couldn't date him. My kids would like that's if that's the message try like I could I'm not gonna today I'm not gonna talk to that's okay but I could and stepping it forward and then when the guy does show up you're going to be so much further along your path of mm. it being fun and easy and exciting because you've done that work already mm. well, thank you yay and before <laughs> we run out it. of sorry go I'm just gonna go yeah, I was just going to quickly add, if you don't mind, to, to that for Allison, for what I do with clients who are really busy, is start mm. to book some time in your calendar for you and mm. start like with two hours, start with a movie night, then go to a day. And then mm. you can go to like a date. It's sort of like date night, date time with yourself, mm. booking it in your calendar and keeping and doing something for you in that time. Because then when you have someone you want to date, you will have time in your calendar. Nice. And that's, but it's, you've got to make it and keep it and not move it and not like, no, no, I won't do that. Make sure it's time for you. Mm-hmm. Nice. Beautiful. Good one. 
I want to make sure before we lose uh, Georgia and Silver, we're not losing them. They just have given us this much of their time and then they've got other people that need them in their lives. Um, I'd really love for you to share. I, I actually don't know because we've had other conversations, but is there, um, are you guys doing workshops right now? Are you doing couples coaching? How can, because everybody who's tuned in, I'm sure is going to be like, these guys are amazing. I want more Georgia and Silver and um, we are not going to host them every week. So you're going to have to find other ways to connect with them. So what are, do you have workshops coming up? Do you have events? What are ways that people can connect with you and uh, get more of the Georgia and Silver love? And do you guys do stuff together and separate? And yeah, take it away. Thanks, Crystal. <clears throat> Thank you, Crystal. Um, yes, of course, we, we actually took a bit of a hiatus from our business together in order to follow our own internal desires around what we wanted to bring forth in the world for this last year. Um, I'd say that that's a highly recommended relational tool um, is to follow the path of independence in your and sovereignty within your relationship. So I am currently um, working globally with women. I am a somatic therapeutic counselor. So a lot of the work I do is about inter integrating intergenerational trauma, uh, formative years trauma, and really creating a more peaceful, easeful, authentic, and pleasurable life for women. And we also work together doing uh, couples mentorship. We do have an eight-week program. So we work with couples, mostly with couples who are deeply triggered and activated in their relating experience of each other. Um, as we as we all know, we come together often and we mirror these, oh, these great, wonderful things. These wonderful things. These we mirror these uh, we mirror these nervous system responses, and so we really support couples to come through those. And we can be reached through Facebook in in all capacities. Uh, Silver Honey, do you want to share a little bit about what you're up to these days, uniting all the good in the world? Thank you, lover. Yes, um, I'm really focused on creating strategic partnerships to unite all the good in the world. I have taken a, a, a short break from, from coaching, from our Love Life Legacy program that Georgia and I were running together. However, we are still taking on the, the odd client if it's a good fit. So feel free to reach us, reach out to us about that. I'm also I'm also cooking up a, an exceptional men's program as well for for all all the men who, who feel like they have a higher purpose within them to to help them find that that mission that's bigger than themselves. So that's that's really what I'm focusing on at the moment. And I know you wanted some tools as well. So um, Georgia Georgia mentioned one of them which is independence, really focusing on, on your, your individual aspirations and not getting too, too entangled in, in those together, having, having different interests. I mean, I'm, I'm living five days apart from, from Georgia at the moment, which has been, has been wonderful and fruitful as, as, far as giving us some some space to to just breathe and and really come back home to 
to to who we are as individuals so that you know when it does come to the weekend we're absolutely yearning to to be together so that's that's also also a good a good tip and one thing that's really really supported us because we're we're a power couple we're very powerful leaders in our own right we're we're both creators we're both virgos we're <laughs> we're very very similar we have we have strong traits and one thing that's really supported us as a couple is to take turns in leading and and george has been a big advocate of this she she really led this and encouraged this into our relationship and i have to admit it's 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 only recently that i have really been able to fully 100 percent let georgia lead on on certain things i i realized that i had this this element of needing to to watch over or control how how everything was done and it, i just recently relinquished that you know when georgia was was letting out our our basement suite for example it's like i don't i don't need to be involved in this at all you know why why am i micromanaging and just being able to do that in a relationship and, and lead in different sectors of of life is incredibly powerful yeah we call it leading and leaning so and it's very consciously chosen you know you can feel the energetic swing the pendulum swings okay i'm gonna lean okay i'm gonna lead okay i'm gonna lean okay yeah you lead so it's 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 a real a really beautiful um yeah pendulum the way it swings naturally quite naturally but also consciously and it prevents uh -huh. a lot of confrontation as well a lot of a lot of arguments a lot of discourse Wow. You guys are so inspiring. I love it. Like, I want to be Georgia and Silver when I grow up. <laughs> three, three more minutes. Last question related to that. Last question. Yeah, please, please. I, know, I feel like I want to hear from Golfin again. <laughs> yeah. We, we can, I just feel like it'd be nice we'll to, hear. to have. An, we'll need yeah. to have another jam with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got more internet. Michelle, jump in. Just a question related to that leaning and leading. So when one is leading, do you confer with the other at all or do you just let them? The I thing? think, um, so I am very alpha. And so being more omega is um, somewhere I really enjoy. And when I was living abroad in Bali, I was way more in that omega space. Um, it's an energy, the energy is so different. And I find this role of motherhood and homemaking and and running a business and motherhood's very very alpha by the way it's um it's not it's not a particularly omega role so you're 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 in this so, so being in canada and being in the western life i'm much more um activated in that alpha role and so in my in our relating dynamic i watch for that hyper aroused state and I just tone it and dial it back because I can relax. Like it's nice for me to be able to relax. I'm sick and tired of running the show. Um, and so it's been 
about safety, creating safety where he, I trust him to take the helm. We're, st we're still working on it. I mean, it's a work in progress, Michelle, but it's, it is, it is, it is a, a constant conversation. And then there are some days where it's very effortless. Like it seems very obvious. He's going to do all the alpha and I'm going to do the omega and vice versa or vice versa. Um, yeah. 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 And sometimes with, with renting the basement suite, for example, you just need like a five minute adult conversation. What are we achieving here? What are the numbers we're working with? Okay, great, let's go. Moving on. And five minute adult conversations are one of the biggest relationship techniques we can also give you. Nice. You don't need to have these long drawn out <laughs> blah, blah, blahs. Just, can we have a five minute adult conversation? Great, yeah. even set the timer on your phone. Love it, it's like, it, it's like detail, factual. We don't need the feeling and the history right now. This is not space holding. This is like, love it. Oh, I think we're gonna take that one on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Or you just kind of get into to all the stuff, and it's just it gets it gets a bit dull, and you get a bit into this these very domestic roles, which are really boring. Like that, you wanna you wanna take the fun out of your life, start managing a house and cleaning toilets together. I love all these young people who are like, I can't wait. Let's move in together. I'm like, why? Like, what? Are you you can clean toilets together another day. Like exactly. you can do it on vacation when it's fun for you. It doesn't have yeah. to be. <laughs> that's the rush. Oh, um, yeah, Dolphin, I would love to hear you speak. Come on and speak. Yeah, share a moment, Dolphin, before we lose. Well, and, and George and Silver, you can tune in and watch the replay and catch because we're hopefully getting a few more minutes of Dolphin as well here. But we do want to honor your time. So if you need to pop off, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you so much. I, I, I really enjoyed being here with you today. And um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Shine. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you to everyone. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you both so much. And thank you to everyone that's that's shown up today. It's a while since Georgia and I have done a, a podcast together. And it's, it's really, really got those juices flowing and really a, a great affirmation to to the work that we're, we're constantly committed to in, in, in supporting others as well as deepening our, our own relationship. So this evening has been an affirmation of that. So I really encourage you all to, to live fully and, and love fully. Aww. So good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Dolphin, were you going to chime in here and share your, uh, I know we didn't kind of get to go back and forth with you, but please feel free to take a little, you can address all the points or just your general overview as well. Cause um, yeah, I, I know you have so much value to offer and I love your perspective on relationships as well. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out and wait for it for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, you're so, you're so valued Dolphin. They're not even gonna leave. Get some Dolphin. Give it to us Dolphin. I, I've I've enjoyed listening. Um, I mean, just lots of beauty in what's being shared. I just appreciate when other people have really done the deep dives and and worked with pieces and and worked with people and and bring back the insights of how relating really works. Uh, so mostly, I've just been enjoying. I've been working on my my router situation, but also obviously very much in the call. Um, 
I, I don't know. Your, if your I'm sound like... is much better, by the way. So yeah, you can I'm, hear you I'm perfectly. Just, right now. I'm just running off of my cell signal right now, and that seems to be better than the Starlink. So here we are. Um, you know, I don't know that I have anything particular to add. Um, you know, the, the the people in the room that are looking for love. I think one thing that I, I like to include, which is just the practicalities, you know, we all bring in things that we're attracted to. And, and, and so I think that's worth us exploring within ourselves. Like, what am I attracted to? Some of what we're attracted to is innate. Some of what we're attracted to is, is like really good and representative of what will draw us towards a good partner. And it's good for us to recognize that in this modern human culture, some of what we've grown to be attracted to is actually not good. And so, you know, for us to, to, to do some, some deep uh, investigation and some listening and some learning about how I would describe it as integrated attraction. If my attraction is integrated, it means the things that I'm drawn to are naturally aligned and good for me and, and, and inviting of my full potential and, and the relationship's full potential. The less integrated my attraction is, the more I'm going to have old unresolved relational pieces that are kind of informing who and what and where I'm attracted to. And, and so that piece around understanding that aspect of ourselves and how we're drawn to relationship, and then also including how others are drawn to us so that people might be attracted to us and that could be coming from a really good healthy place, but they also might be carrying their own unintegrated attractions. And, and, and I like this lens because it's a little bit like playing in the sandbox. You know, we all have a sandbox. We're walking by, checking each other out and sandboxes look good or not good to us. And, and, and that's worth including in the whole process of meeting one another, getting a sense of, of how we relate, of what we're looking for, of what we wanna to create together. And, and as we go, I loved what was said earlier, which is so simple, but so obvious is like, if, if the way that we're operating allows us to more and more know ourselves, to more and more know what we love and what we want and what we value, then that's going to be a, a way in which we live that, that over time, relationships will naturally get better and better. Our discernment about compatibility and alignment will naturally get better and better over time. So any idea we have of like getting it right or finding the one, I think it's worth throwing that out the window and, and get good at play, get good at discovery, get good at listening, get good at asking questions. And, and most of all, and I think this is where, um, you know, Georgia Silver and I really line up is like, get good at speaking the truth and hearing the truth. Because in that, we have something really trustworthy to build our relationships on. So good. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. That's well really said. Good. Yeah, I love it. I'm glad so we stayed. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for creating a vortex, the three of you and the two of us, so the five of us, creating a vortex, I feel like, of possibility too, because of course you have lovely tips and tricks, but I know we didn't touch on this, but Dolphin is also in a wonderful relationship with his sweetheart, and he has a not so little baby anymore. They stayed with us a little bit. Uh, I must have been like, what, two years ago when, when he was a baby, and now he's not anymore, I'm sure. Yeah, and yeah. So Dolphin is also in a, in a wonderful, um, supportive, committed relationship. And I feel like sometimes even one of the deterrents for dating can be 
Like, is it even possible? Does it even exist? I've just had crappy relationships. My parents had a crappy relationship. Everyone I know is in a crappy relationship. And I feel like what we've created here, which is really fun, is a little vortex of possibility and that all of us were not in these relationships not we haven't been in these relationships for a hundred years it's been different amounts of time but it's not even been most of our adult life in these current relationships and that it really is a possibility to to find your person to line up to connect and there is some things you can do in between until you get there but yeah it's 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 a lot of just kind of believing putting yourself around people that are doing it that are happy that are in relationship that have good values around it mm -hmm. and checking not only the, because we're feeding ourselves our own information but checking you know what are you exposing yourself to are you exposing yourself to a lot of tv shows and a lot of heartbreak and a lot of people that have a lot of challenges because if that's not the reality you want in relationship then put yourself around awesome people who are doing what you're hoping to kind of aspire to be so Thanks, guys. I feel like we did that tonight. Mm -hmm. Woohoo! Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, it's been yeah. so much fun. Thank oh. you all. Fun. See you next time. Yeah, Let's thank jam you so much, guys. For Bye, George, the time. Bye. All the best. Bye. Mm -hmm. Aww, yeah. So good. It's funny the the idea of like a relationship being this thing that you're moving towards. Oh, hello, Deanna. Welcome. Hey. Uh, Hi, we're we're just we're just uh, transitioning from one one uh, two two of the uh, speakers just left and and we're we're all we're all just jamming a little bit and um, there there's this idea of like relationships being this thing that you're moving towards and it's this big goal and this dream and this thing and to me it's kind of like starting a business where it feels really fun and sexy to think about it but actually doing it it's like it's a thing and and especially. Um, and depending depends on the relationship I think there can be really easy ones and and more challenging but I know for me a lot of of this relationship and having a business together has been like okay like here's here's your shit about this here's your shit about this like here's what's not here's what you haven't healed about this like it's just hard a lot and it's intense and it's like in your face and and, and crazy and so it's it's not like it definitely is not like oh like this is just easy and fun only yeah like it's it's lovely and, and amazing and and worth it and it's it's a lot like it's it's been challenging and and work and but but fun in the way that starting a business is because it feels like yeah. we're building something it feels like i'm i'm growing and getting better and and i can see the progression and and we've we've really evolved and, and moved through different phases and so it's 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 fun but yeah definitely if i i i don't have any uh um negative things about like just being being playful or or being single or whatever because it's like it's that any any anywhere on the spectrum like we're all in relationships with with you know the world and with each other no matter what but any spectrum of of like intimate relationships or friendship relationships i think are so valuable and and it's and it's so okay wherever you are yeah. on that spectrum like it does it doesn't have to be a full-on thing where you're 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 living together and doing the whole thing because cleaning each other's toilets yeah yeah it's it's a, it's because it, it is it's like it feels like it's starting a business it's a yeah. it's a project and one of the things that's been really interesting with crystal and i that the my relationship before crystal and i've heard a few people talk about this where like 
there's they have three main relationships. The first one is the first love. It's this big thing. The second one is a mirror that's like your exact like you, like you're dating yourself. And it brings up all this stuff and it's it's super intense and it's very fiery and passionate, but also kind of dysfunctional and and you both really like the same thing. So it's like as a partnership, it can be challenging because neither of you really want to do the things the other one doesn't want to do because you're very similar. And then there's this and then the third relationship where you meet someone who's a really good match and who sort of fills out just like a business partner would, where like you're really good at operations, they're really good at marketing and, and sales. And like, okay, you can actually have a business together because you have like harmonious skill sets. And I feel like that's me and Crystal to a T. Like we really are, are a good fit and we like the stuff that the other person doesn't like in the like living of life and the some dishes it, and the finances. A lot of it, yeah. Some of it. We, yeah, we have pretty. learned that the ones that we really, neither of us like, actually those are the ones we hire out. Yeah, and, and that's really important or we ask for support from the community or someone to help us out with because it's not yeah. worth forcing each other into it yeah. so yeah um one thing I was going to talk on that and oh my goodness is it gone yeah that's okay it's okay I want to I want to welcome Kaisa we haven't acknowledged you hello Kaisa <laughs> and and Deanna Kaisa is Crystal's mom and she must be a master of relationships now. She's been she's been doing it since she had six kids, and she's got a beautiful uh, husband. And and Deanna, um, welcome. Do you want to share um, both of you just a, a quick intro and who you are and what's your relationship to relationships? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Oh, no, can't we can't hear you, Deanna. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. I know. I was, was on my thing. I was like, Keisha, do you want to go first? So, hi everyone. I'm Deanna. Um, so funny because. Facebook, I was just on there and it was like, this is like starting and I was like, oh, it's happening now. So I just clicked. So super cool to be here. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, I actually help people get into relationships and um, I call myself a radiant love coach. Um, and that is because it really comes from honoring our divine essence and who we are. And so I love what you were saying um, around, you know, we get triggered in all these beautiful different ways, because it's an opportunity for us, for our soul to evolve and to learn the lessons that we need. Um, and I think you're lucky if you just have those three relationships and then you get to like the perfect one. Like, <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, oh man, no, I definitely didn't just do that in three. Like it took me a few more than that. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, just committing to doing the work and becoming the best version of yourself. You know, I literally manifested my dream partner um, God, literally, I had to like, calm down, stop distracting myself, like get present, and was like, literally guided to Vancouver. And spirit was like, that's where your partner's going to be. And I had done they say, you know, that that expression when preparation meets opportunity, like, mm -hmm. I had done all the preparation, I was so clear on what I wanted. I noticed in here, you guys are talking about Abram Hicks and like aligning to like, what you really want. Like, I made a vision board with all the Google images that I found, like specifically for like everything that I wanted, I had this long exhaustive list for a partner. Like I did my work and then spirit literally put me down, put me next door to my now husband and 40 days from the day that I moved into that apartment, I met my husband on a Friday afternoon. Cause I said, Hey, to a hot guy. Wow. And literally like 30 minutes later, we were on our first date and an hour and a half after that, we had our first kiss. And then we were never apart from that. So 
Um, I love what you guys are talking about, about really just like aligning to like the law of attraction and using everything in your life um, as a learning opportunity to really become your best self. And then when you meet your partner, then they're going to trigger you in all new ways that you didn't get <laughs> triggered about. And yep. so, yeah. even just talking to my, I just got off the FaceTime with my husband because we're in separate uh, countries right now, but he, you know, I was like, did not want to take personal responsibility for things. Like I just wanted to like, you know, skate away from it. And he was the one that like really held me up to it and like made me, you know, had me deal with the things that I had been avoiding my entire life. And so I just love what you guys are saying is that like, you know, continuing to be in relationships, we all have special relationships. Like we're all here to help each other and to teach each other things. So yeah. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> Thank you for oh, sharing that. It. That's a great story. Yeah, that's a that's a really good. You you were missed the beginning bit where there was a couple questions about you know if I'm busy and how do I make time for dating and that's such a good reminder if you've done the and we were talking about mm -hmm. doing the prepaving and doing the lining up work and you've kind of done those pieces and then I had a teacher who said. He was really um, a little more shy and socially awkward, but part of his job being a coach and being a trainer was to meet people and connect. So every time he had an event to go to, he would say, maybe I'll meet my next best friend there. You never know. And just like this fun and excitement. And mm -hmm. it's such a good reminder too, that, you know, you can be walking down the street and meet your next partner. You don't have to go on a dating site and an app and, a, and have a whole formal Thing about it, if especially more easily if you've done the the lining up work, and that piece is really, yeah, really valuable. So thank you for reiterating that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can I say two more things on that too? Actually, just because yes. you got me so excited. So one is um, really like what you just said is like approaching everyone as just like a new relationship, so you take the pressure off of any relationships, like oh, this is going to be my husband. Oh, wait, but he's not six foot two. So he can't be my husband. It's like all this, like these expectations around ourselves. Yeah. Um, and the second shoot now, I'm, I've just lost for what the second one was that you, you inspired me about, but yeah, I just think that, you know, letting that down and just having fun with it, like releasing the thing and not knowing when it's going to happen, but like really surrendering. I think that's the other thing is like the big shift that happened to me was surrendering my timeline and realizing that I was on God's timeline. Yeah. And like, if it's either yes, no, or not right now, trusting the not right now and something better is going to come up. And like, mm -hmm. that's like what I have to like, really, really help people like remember is just surrendering that something more magical than you could have expected is coming. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. This so is good. great. Glad Actually, that reminds me of the piece I Thank you. That reminded me of the piece that I wanted to jump in with. Um, I was recently having a good conversation with somebody I know quite well, who's in a long-term polyamorous relationship. He's been in a polyamorous relationship for quite a while. And he feels like he's you know, kind of an expert now, or, or at least very well seasoned. And I was kind of digging in and asking him a couple of questions. That's not something I have experience with. So I was curious and he was really saying, of course, the number one thing that um, Georgia and Silver, who were on before, and Dolphin have really talked about is uh, communication, 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 and honesty, honesty, honesty. And he was saying how most of the people he's engaged with in the polyamorous world uh, 
do a really good job of being very clear with boundaries, very clear with communication, because they're kind of coming into the relationship knowing that there can be lots of hurt feelings, there can be lots of triggers. This is a bit of a more complicated situation. There's more people involved, there's more feelings involved. So he said, when it works really well, there's very clear boundaries, who does what, where, when, why, how, with what, like, it's a very clear, almost, I was saying it sounds like a business. It sounds like when you're getting involved with a business partner and you're saying these are your roles, these are my expectations of you, these are my expectations of myself showing up. He said it was very, very the 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 successful ones and the best ones are when they're they're just so honest and so clear with each other. And I was joking, but I'm not really joking and saying he should host a workshop on polyamorous philosophies for the monogamous relationship, because I think it would be so valuable. And I we started off a little bit with this at the beginning of our conversation here tonight, talking about how a lot of there's a lot of baggage that we bring into the idea of dating and relationships a lot of romantic fantasy uh sexy porn whatever the bits are that you've built your ideal relationship on and a lot of that is not necessarily much of a reality often and that you come in with that like oh if i don't feel this or it doesn't right away then i'm gonna write this off and i feel like if we more if those who are looking for a monogamous relationship approached it much more like these are the things this is the way I want to show up in a relationship this is what I'm hoping to you know how I want to be involved how I don't want to be involved like what this person was saying he experienced in these polyamorous relationships I feel like we would do a lot better as a society in dating if there was a lot more of that Mm -hmm. um almost uh, not calculated in a cold way, but kind of thoughtful way of entering a relationship instead of getting uh, swept away or or swept off in our own minds of what we're expecting the relationship to be. So I feel like that's something I'd love to explore one day, maybe in the future is to have someone give a talk from that perspective, because mm-hmm. I think that would be really valuable. And for a lot of us who are entrepreneurs and and in the wellness world, a lot of people in our community who will be listening in, it's a good reminder, you know, you don't jump into a business relationship with no conversations about what you see it turning out, what's the end goal for the business, how do we want to work together, and have a lot of those kind of what people would call like hard conversations, but you, you make sure that, you know, those are in place so that you can actually you know relate and connect together so that was an interesting thought I had and I'd love to uh, actually I would be curious if Dolphin if you have any um, thing to add into that too with your I know with relation flicks um, for anyone who's just tuning in Dolphin has a wonderful company project passion um, and relation flick I lost the relation flicks um, in sharing this kind of information with the community. So I'd love to hear kind of your two cents on, on yeah, having more of that clear communication like you would in a polyamorous relationship in a monogamous one, mm-hmm. how that could be beneficial for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what comes to me is that in, in a monogamous relationship, it becomes quite easy because there's a simplicity to it, you and another, even though it's very complex, we can start to get um, overly simplified around what's required for this relationship to continue. 
really just two people have to choose to be there. And, and if we're not doing things well, we can still stay together. When you start to add more and more people, it becomes increasingly clear that um, the relationships and the kind of network of relationships are only as strong as their weakest link. So as you invite more people into the equation, there's more complexity, there's more stress and pressure on the people that are holding all of the connections. And, and it's, you know, I always talked about when you add a person to an intimate dynamic, um, three people instead of two people is not like plus one. It's exponentially more to hold. It's exponentially more to take care of. There's, there's way more uh, required around making sure that needs are met making sure that clarity is there in, in what's agreed to. And so I think what we can take from people who have found a way to be effective in their, in their polyamorous relationships is that um, in some ways, many people have become quite complacent and lazy in their monogamous relationship. And, and I don't mean that in a, in, a, in a mean way or to wag a finger, but just to say, it's a little bit like growing a garden. You know, most of us want all of the fruit and vegetables of the garden, but we don't necessarily want to dig in the dirt. And, and that's not how gardens work. If you, you know, you can go to the store and buy something. And that's sort of like the fast food approach to, to dating or relationship. You can just get someone else to do the work and then you can go and get the fruit. But something happens when we know how to grow food on our own. There's something intrinsically meaningful to us about the fact that the food that we're putting in our body is the food that we created. And so if for those of us that care about that kind of authenticity, that they care about the, the origins of the fruit that we eat, um, it becomes incumbent on us to learn to grow and to, and to be able to have that, that level of communication. So, you know, in a few words, I agree with you, Crystal, and the application and implication of that level of communication is, is not easy. Um, there are simple principles that really support it in being effective, but the application requires more maturity, more responsibility, more willingness to hold our own pieces, our own emotions as they arise, and more of a willingness to speak utter piercing truth in the interest of more authenticity versus the interest of comfort or getting immediate needs met. So, you know, I think when we look at what effective communication is, it's, it's, it's what what kind of communication provides the deepest, most meaningful relationships over the longest time span? And, and I lay that out as a kind of target that we can start to shoot for around, you know, is my communication about meeting an immediate need, which is, you know, that's fine. But if meeting the immediate need is disconnected from what nourishes the individuals in the relationship long-term, what you have there is unsustainable relationships. So good. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. I love that analogy of the garden. I think that's a really mm -hmm. good, a good thing to keep in mind as well. Mm -hmm. Nice. Is there anything that anyone um, would like to share? Uh, questions, answers, ideas, open, open for, uh, for whatever. Yeah, we'd love to, if you have more questions kind of on dating relationships in general and then I feel like because we did say that we wanted we did want to move into um, having a little singles mixer time and I think what we want to really use that time for is to hear from you guys as to how we can support you in creating some fun singles events 
how we can support you in uh, meeting those people that you're looking for. So we definitely want to um, make sure that we have time to hear from you guys about that as well. So yeah. yeah. You can also share what you're looking for because who knows, maybe your, your next sweetie is watching this on YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, don't ahead, Melanie. Melanie, step on up. Thanks. Um, I know earlier um, Dolphin had mentioned um, something about integrated attraction. I just wanted to know if there could be maybe an example of, because that's a new term to me. So I'm just wondering if there was maybe an example for that. Oh, good question. Yeah. Um, I'll give you an example from my work history. I, I used to work with an agency called Safe Team. And um, the woman who founded it, this amazing woman named Anita Roberts, and she had a really challenging childhood. There was a lot of kind of uh, abusive power and control. There was, there was physical abuse, there was sexual abuse. And she managed to parlay that into some really powerful, empowering work for teenagers. So she created work that supported young people in being more clear, more self-aware, more empowered. <clears throat> and she would tell this story when she was doing the work. Um, she would say, that because um, power and sexuality were kind of wrapped together with abuse for her when she was little, she had a very strong attraction to men that were essentially dangerous. So she, she would feel aroused when a, a man who was not, not necessarily mature, able to hold his own emotion, often men who had issues with anger, these were men that she found very attractive. This is an example of what I would describe as unintegrated attraction. So these are aspects of, of how her attraction system developed in early life. And that the attraction, of course, now the, the parental figures are survival to a developing child. The, our, our ability to relate and connect with them from an evolutionary perspective is, is what allows us to survive. And then we naturally become attractive to those figures in the way in which they raised us for better or worse. Now, an integrated attraction system would mean that in spite of that being the history, that enough integration and healing has taken place where the attraction is no longer rooted in things that match or mirror the dysfunctional dynamics that were there in her childhood. So that instead of being attracted to these men that were um, sort of dark and, and aggressive and not able to manage their own emotion, the attraction system would, would over time develop in a way where, where she would see a man who, who was able to be present, who was curious, who was playful, who, know, who knew how to handle and, and hold his own emotions, who was responsive to the needs of others. And an integrated attraction system would be attracted to those things because those are the things that allow relationships to, to thrive over time. Um, so I hope that kind of makes sense. It, it's a term that I've coined and it just makes sense to me in terms of um, how a, an integrated or an unintegrated nervous system will relate to being attractive, attracted to other individuals based on the kind of attraction template that we got from growing up. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. So would it be a good idea to maybe figure out what was... Um, the unintegrated qualities of our past or patterns or beliefs, um, or just maybe kind of mentally or physically write down a list of like, oh, this is what I desire for my integrated attraction to occur. Yeah, so so both of those are helpful. 
Okay. And what I would what I would say about the journey is your life will tell you what's unintegrated. So so we can dig and we can go back in time and we can reach into memories and, and that's all good and, and can be very potent in terms of having transformation. But the reality is, is that we are so intelligent that we will naturally, intuitively, unconsciously recreate the very dynamics that are not yet integrated in us, in our adult relationships. So, so you don't have to go very far. Now, now if you, you mentioned being single for a long time, so it, it's also possible that, that we create a dynamic within ourselves where we create so many barriers to intimacy and relationship so that we don't have to really show up and face those pieces. And so that might be a part of your journey is looking at how and where you, you make it impossible. And I use that word kind of colloquially, but you make it very challenging for you to find someone and or for someone to find you and to really explore relationship. Like you, the way you stated it in my, in my memory of the call is it's like you just have trouble finding people you're attracted to. And you find that the people that, that kind of show up in your life, you know, th there's just not this spark. And so, you know, exploring why that is, and is it possible that, that there's, there's enough value in exploring relationships that don't necessarily match your picture of what needs to be there, but, but there's enough presence, there's enough willingness, there's enough curiosity where you're both going to learn and grow through the experience of being in relationship. And, and I think, that, and that doesn't have to be just intimacy in terms of friendship, in terms of all the ways in which we can connect. Um, again, I have so much trust in our unconscious ability to recreate the very things that we need so that we can heal and put our past to rest, but conscious awareness, presence, and a willingness to feel everything that arises in that is required for that to really be fruitful for us. Mm. Wow. Well said, Dolphin. Very interesting. Yeah. To, to add in onto that, um, I think that's that's what I was kind of touching on a little bit at the beginning that a lot of my relationships early on were, oh, I can't be with someone like this because I was and it didn't work. So I've got a swing. It was this pendulum swing from trigger to trigger. So they were like this. So I have to be with someone like this. And then they were like this. So I have to be with someone like this. So like Dolphin said, I made it almost impossible for myself because the window of of eligible available people that lived where I lived was very small and that met all my criteria and I think that's that's a piece to kind of check out and like Dolphin was saying you don't need to necessarily know what are all your triggers or all your pieces because they will show up but you can do Abraham Hicks talks a little about this of course, you don't want to spend a lot of time thinking about your past relationships and the things that didn't work. So you don't want to be stirring that up, but you can use it as a springboard. I didn't like it when this happened. So I do want this to happen. I didn't like it that he put his, his, uh, whatever above what I thought, you know, should be there. So I'd love someone who spends, you know, more time in a, in a way that works for me, or I didn't like that the way he was as a parent. So, you know, I want someone to be more involved with their kids or whatever the piece is that you're swinging from instead of just kind of reacting to it and oh I have to look for someone who isn't like this trying to really stack yourself up with what's the opposite of that so that's been my experience and that's what I was doing a lot before I met shine was really instead of like I don't want someone like this 
I really tried to go, okay, these were the things I didn't like. Mm. Now really spend like 90% more time than I spent on making the list I didn't like really juicing up. So I didn't like this. So I mean, I want this and this and this and this, and I didn't like that. So I want this and this. Mm. And so really spending, making sure that you're kind of attracting instead of actually attracting the things that you don't want, which is where some of that unconscious comes from. And like Dalton said, don't worry if there's bits in there that you don't know you're running because there are, and you'll attract it and you'll get to deal with it. And then you'll have that awareness about it. And like we said at the beginning and like Georgia and Silver said as well, uh, they weren't actually what we weren't, what we were, each other were looking for. They weren't um, lined up at the time they met either for this being this perfect love affair. It was really, there was just enough pieces in the moment and enough openness to be able to keep seeing it through. And I think that's a piece too that was it, Silver said at the beginning, kind of don't cut yourself off before you've even started and being open to trying it out, checking it out, not having this big expectation of it needing to be something life changing, but that just that willingness can grow into a relationship. And a hundred percent, I know Shine and I would not have, would not be together if we hadn't both been willing to show up in what to me and him seemed like a rather mismatched relationship at the beginning. So, yeah, I yeah. actually met another guy who was dating a woman with kids or had just broken up with a woman who had kids. And he really was like, are you sure that you want this? Cause it's a thing. Like it, like if you like, a, it's a thing, like be sure that that's what you want. And it wasn't what I wanted at all. It, like I actively was like not looking for that. And I wanted to only focus on the business and have no distractions. And it was so my mental mind was like, okay, this is fun, but. And about like of all the things, like it wasn't even like, oh, she doesn't work out enough or she eats meat. And I don't like, it was not something that was, you know, not me not having kids was not really actually ever going to be an option. So it was like the number one biggest, yeah. biggest uh, deterrent for what Shine thought yeah. he was looking for in the moment. Th thank you, Deanna and bye. Um, and I kept meditating and getting into the vortex as best I could. And I kept receiving this message when I would meditate and get quiet. And I would ask the question that it's like, no, this is really good for you. This is what you want. Give it a, like, stay with it. Just yeah. don't, 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 don't go. Don't like throw it away. Just stay with it. And, and that's been a big, um, way that Crystal and I have both balanced when things get really hard is we've gone through enough cycles where we know that when we feel really good it feels really right and like it is a good fit and so even if we can get ourselves into a bit of a spin which we don't I don't, I don't do this anymore I don't know if Crystal does but I think we've 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 kind of spiraled a bit out of this but um where where we 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 might in the past be sort of doubting and oh, is this the right thing and are we is this what we really want and and now that we've been through enough cycles and we know that when we feel really bad we can create these stories that aren't true and and then that can lead to you know decisions and things that that uh oh, bye like i said do you want to say something quick before you go no okay you're good thank you mom um where was it uh cycles tuning in yeah that we've we've it's just sort of easy. we've just sort of learned that the thing to do when we're feeling bad 
is to get feeling good and not try and deal with anything that feels bad and fix it or like talk it through or whatever. It's like, just like leave the room, take some space, get feeling better. And then, you know, if, if you need to talk about something, repair, whatever, proactively create a a plan for the next step, but just yelling at each other or being, being mean to each other, or like, you know, venting when there's not, the other one can't really hold space is we've found to be very counterproductive because it just creates more repair to do later. And, and I'm guessing, you know, in the worst case scenarios for, for people, it, it ends up in the relationship ending because they're just like, oh, I don't, I can't deal with this. It's too much. And, and so it's that thing. So, yeah, I think that's a good piece to remember too, especially when we're kind of all, you know, talk, oh, it's lovely being in a relationship and it's so fun. And, and to really remember that uh, never in our relationship was there, especially at the beginning, not thoughts of, I don't know if this is going to work and that it was hard. And there was a lot of that. And for me being through many long-term relationships before shine where I had had those thoughts and then yes, eventually it did end and it was very painful. It was really hard for me to meet those times with myself where I was with shine going, okay, here's the beginning of another relationship. I'm feeling the same way I felt in those other relationships and those ended, and I was right, and it didn't work, and all that stuff, I proved myself right, so what is going to be different right now, and it was really hard for me not to pull that history with me, and jump out early, and sell, and sabotage the relationship early, because it did come up a lot for me, and it was something, like Shine said, with my kids, and for me, there was a lot of things that a lot of ways that he reminded me of my exes, which was really scary because I thought I'm going to end up in the same position. And a lot of ways when he did not remind me of what I thought I needed in a partner and of my ideal. So I kind of had two proofs, like my future projection of what I wanted. He didn't match a lot of that. And my past history I was pulling up with me, he did match a lot. So it was really scary for me. And I had to do exactly like Shine said, and I had to really walk away we created early on I had insecurities of him cheating when we were fighting so I thought if we don't fix this fight right now he's going to go off and cheat on me so I had to be vulnerable with him about that and share that as soon as I could in the relationship and we came up with a deal that we had some good communication about it and that we would not end the relationship when we were feeling bad about it in a fight and we would not cheat or go be with other people without a a conversation first. And Shine felt really solid that that's not his MO, that's not how he's gonna behave. Mm. And so that really, I needed that, even though he's like, I'd never do that, of course, but I needed that reassurance. And I asked for that really clearly. And I had to do reality checking when we were fighting. Okay, you're walking away, are you gonna go cheat on me? No, I'm not. Okay, I just needed to hear that. And and I did that for a long time at the beginning because that was a big piece I was pulling up with me. But it was I was not saying you have to fix me or change me. I was saying this could be supportive for me to feel okay to let this go right now so he mm. can walk away. And then I had to do the work of what am I pulling up? Why am I feeling bad about him? What are the pieces that I have really activated in my psyche around relationship and around shine and are they true and a lot of times I could see a they weren't true and b I was just in the shit anyway I was feeling bad and our deal with each other was if I feel bad about 
Shine leaving his socks on the floor, which I keep bringing up, but it was a real thing for me at the beginning of a relationship. If I feel bad about that, I would check in. Do I feel bad, good about everything else, but just bad about this? And the answer was 100% no. I always felt bad about a lot of things, including the socks, which were terrible. It was so painful. But really, I was actually having a bad day and feeling bad about a lot of things. And they were the trigger or the catalyst or the, the final straw. So I made myself a deal that I'm not going to talk to him about the socks until I'm feeling really good. And then if it's still a real thing, then we can, like Shine said, we can create some systems and here's the laundry basket. I've never heard about the socks. So obviously she did a good job because I don't remember ever having a conversation or knowing about this before tonight. And what I found was, of course, when I was in a good place in the vortex, I got ideas for how to communicate it in a way that obviously didn't feel triggering or scarring for him. And the behavior was able to shift and I was able to let go of my expectations. So I think that's a piece, too, to keep in mind when you're hunting for this relationship or you're in the beginning of a relationship to really check all those red flags and all those warnings, of course, you know, you might end up on a date with someone who's just a hell no, and that's fine. But check where those are those red flags real? Is that is that past I'm pulling up and putting on this person's face? Is it future stuff that I'm like, oh, they do this? There's no way we can be together in 10 years if they do this. Like, just kind of like, shh. You can make a mental note and you can be like, sure, I'll readdress this on date 10. You know, like give, give yourself a break. Like if it's still a thing and it still comes up, we can talk about it. But let there be some space because so much of it, we're just picking up from where we left off. And especially if you left off in a bit of a mess, which normally we do because that's what ended the relationship. You know, give yourself some time to build some foundation where it's comfortable and fun to be with someone before you dig in and fix things and change things and make sure that you're completely compatible at the beginning so yeah bye michelle thank you so, so much nice for being here. here for being here it was really nice encourage thank you. you so much really great to hear everybody thank you delphin and really great to hear you as well and thanks for everyone else participating love thank you shining michelle. michelle is one of the first she was one of the first ones in our new singles group um, that we have formed and she actually did the thing that we asked everyone in the group to do which is to start putting yourself out there say what you're looking for say what you're open to receive how you want to connect with people and to start putting yourself out there because we love connecting people and that's what's really fun for us and we keep coming across people in the community so we'd love to hear from you Dolphin. so that we can make some connections Dolphin don't needs go to yet go. we love you we love you Dolphin thank you for being here can yeah. you can you share with people because they've I'm sure enjoyed your wisdomness self? Um, mm. Can you tell us? And we'll share the links, of course. But what you're offering the relationship community and how they can play along with you? Mm. Yeah, uh, relationflix.com is the education platform, and and again, we're just warming up. There's going to be so much on the platform that is for people looking for self-awareness, self-development, relationship, communication, conflict resolution, intimacy development, like all of that's going to be there in all sorts of forms. So go and check out relationflix.com. We have, um, yeah, we have annual plans that are really, really accessible as well as monthly subscription. And um, the other side is my personal work. Mostly you'll see me writing on uh, Facebook and posting on Instagram. And on Instagram, my, my link tree on Instagram, you want to speak with me 
about working directly with me. I have some unique offers right now for people that want deep, long-term support for transformation and, and sustainably so. Um, just check out my, my Instagram, which is Dolphin Casper with a K. Uh, very easy to find me online. And I'm uh, to set up a time. Chat. Amazing. So and for, for everyone wondering, yes, that is his real name. Dolphin Casper with and a I, K. I love Dolphin. And we, we really appreciate you. And thank you for everything. You've really been a huge support to us and Unite. And it's just such a such a joy to have you in our lives and appreciated your wisdom and, and thank you very much. And congratulations on, so that's for everyone, relation flicks, so like Netflix, but with for relationships. So yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing space that Dolphin is holding for our community. So do check it out and reach out if you need help finding the links or getting connected to Dolphin and we'd be ecstatic to support you with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you both. I love you. Thank you for having me. I look forward to more. And um, yeah, uh, we'll 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 be connecting and finding each other more and more as we go. Yeah. Aw, love you so much. Yeah. Send love to your family love for you us. Yeah, much love. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. We will do. Cheers. Thank you, Dolphin. Yeah. So I have a question. Um, I know this Unite uh, show is new this month, so I was wondering if you might have plans to do a relationship theme monthly or every few months or. You'll let yeah, us know when you're ready to share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're definitely feeling like there's, of course, a million subjects that we're excited to talk about. So last week we did uh, marketing and mindfulness, which was super fun and, and really interesting. And next week we've got um, talking uh, your tech questions. So bringing your tech questions to actually our Unite Tech team. So for people building their um, websites, if they want help with ads, any kind of tech questions, we really want to support the community in learning more about that and getting the support they need. So that's going to be next week. What do we have lined up after that? We have one. It's oh. like a vision board kind of manifestation right. one. Uh, we thought, you know, for New Year's coming up. Yeah, up. lining up for our new year, getting your, you know, your your prospective relationships on there and being nice and clear. So we definitely, uh, we don't have yet set like that every, once every month we're going to do a relationship one, but I do think that it feels like it is, um, we always listen to what the community is asking for from us and what we're getting a lot of requests about and relationships is definitely a high up there. So I do think we're going to be cycling in some kind of relationship thing pretty regularly. And then the other piece that we want to do for anyone who wants to check out our Unite Singles group. So you can find that on, you fa on Facebook. It's just Unite Singles. And um, what we want to really do with that is start to use it as a little bit of a platform for people. Like I said, Michelle already did share just a little bit about what she's looking for, what she's open for. We want to be able to share resources on there. We'll, of course, share the replay of this call um, and to start really finding out what will be useful and valuable for the singles in our community and how we can support them better. And definitely, if more calls like this are helpful to you, we'd love to hear that there. And then I'm sure we'll probably get in some polls and things for what will be uh, most supportive. And we do, as we are in the Vancouver Lower Mainland, we're also excited to potentially host some meetups as well and get actually everybody in a room together and um, connecting together. And we do have a lot of other people in our community who have a lot to share on the kind of more conscious relationship angle. So we'll hopefully be getting some different speakers as well to come in and talk. And yeah. 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 All kinds of fun stuff planned. 
Great. And um, I know at the beginning when you started recording, you said that um, you did live on Facebook, you do live on Instagram, and then do you put yeah. this on YouTube as well? I'm just wondering where you put all the content. Yep. Exactly. We'll, yeah. we'll show the YouTube link the most. It seems to be a good place to to funnel people, and then we'll also put it on Unite and all, most of our like channels that can can host this video. Yeah. And we'll, we might take little clips and put them on TikTok or whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yay, thank you for your question. So, so we've got um, three three more people here. Apologies, I feel like it was false advertising because we haven't done a single mingle. I don't really know what to do about it other than if if you guys want to share, you have an idea? Yeah. I was thinking if you guys want to share a little bit about, you know, who you are and what you're looking for, that could be a way to to just sort of share. Um, and then I, I, I have a selfish Unite focused question at the end um what i was thinking especially because it's a bit of a more intimate group and it might feel intense for people to be like hi this is me and this is what i'm looking for although we're totally open yeah. to hold space for that as well um what i would love to use this for is a little bit of uh you guys are obviously our target for this community and who we want to support so like um exactly what melanie was asking what would be valuable for you in being supported by unite in your uh single to non-single journey and um also we could do a little bit of um if you want to what i was thinking if there was more of us and we would do more of a mingle what we would get people to do is just kind of share a little bit uh, more informally instead of like, this is me and what I'm looking for, but kind of like, this is what I value. These are my values. These are maybe some of my mistaken beliefs that I'm working on. I'd love support with kind of just unraveling that so that we can be a little bit of a support for each other in this community. And I think my intention is that that then spills out into the group as well, where in the group, we're able to kind of share that um, and support each other in that as well, where you can say, hey, I'm wanting to start dating, but I'm feeling nervous about this or that. So yeah, that was kind of Thanks, my thought. But thank Bye. you, Allison. I know we've run a little bit long here and we appreciate everyone coming and maybe we'll just have to have a whole nother singles event and yeah. rally everybody and do that again soon. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for being here, nice Allison. I was actually going to share this week on the Facebook group, but I didn't have time to write up what I wanted, um, but I plan to do that this week. So I think I'll just do that instead of sharing here because I'm going to yeah, be going sure. as well. But I love it. Thank Amazing. You yeah. Thank you so much for being here. And we're really excited to keep supporting the community. And it feels like this is, yeah, a really a need. And I sure wish there was someone holding this space when I was single. So, yeah. We're but you found a wonderful guy, so it works out well. Exactly. Well, that's kind of Thank why you. we haven't done a little bit of this in the past is we're like, we're not, we don't need to, you know, we're in a relationship. So, you know, what's the point of us hosting like singles events? And then we were really getting the message that people are like, hey, but we need like, you know, support and inspiration and, and you guys hold such great space for that. So we're like, okay, I guess I we'll do be have a, Yeah, I do have an idea. Yeah. Um, within the Unite Singles group, I was thinking that if we want, we can kind of host or suggest an event and then we can plan ourselves instead of you guys organizing everything. Because I know you guys have lots of groups and lots of things going on. So we can initiate ourselves to like create an event. And yeah, oh, I love I it. I fully You're support this. Exactly on the same page. That's what we were really hoping for is it would kind of be like, hey, 
I'm going for a walk on the beach. And does anyone want to come? This is my area. And that it doesn't have to be, again, like, oh, you can only come if you're a male because I'm female and I'm interested in men, that we're supporting each other. You guys are supporting each other in having these, you know, like, okay, we'll go for a walk and it's going to be with a couple other women, but we're all going to talk about conscious relationships and what we're attracting and bring that mindfulness to it and support each other in changing our beliefs and that it doesn't have to be, oh, they're just dates or it's just meeting up with people that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Because like we were talking about earlier on, we need to, what really supports us in attracting the relationships that we're looking for is putting ourselves around people that believe it's possible too. So yeah, I yeah, definitely- just having a discussion on relations, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. We're just having a fun event, like going bowling or going to a restaurant or like yeah. something fun. I feel like that's where I've met most of my people yeah. that I've be- become intimate with is like yeah. at events and at yeah. parties and doing fun things. I've never, I've literally never gone on a date that I like just where I like dating app or you're like oh let's go on a date like I always just meet people through things and then yeah it just kind of yeah. happens so yeah it's it's that's that's cool yeah so I love no, that idea. no don't feel like you're stepping on any toes step on in oh yeah Su- suggest- create events for the group too you yeah. can like like yeah. oh yeah. we're gonna go to this restaurant you know when works for everyone or I'm you know I'm going and, bowling and or once you start it, once you start it we'll pump it we'll yeah, send we'll people we'll in, invite people and we'll get it going yeah by the way I'd be more than glad to be a co-organizer because I do have experience in um, co-organizing events uh back when I used to do meetup oh perfect uh, so I'd love to coordinate with Melanie if she's open to that as well amazing amazing now we're talking so good i love it you guys will be our our two core coordinators and yeah. we'll co-coordinate with you and we'll get some stuff happening yeah yeah i love are it are you open to that melanie are you open to that suggestion oh she might have stepped away she might have stepped away all right how how are you doing uh Nizar? do you have anything you want to share before we uh uh, not really, just the uh, app thing, you know, um, it's, uh, the Android build is about to be launched this, oh, hopefully tomorrow, if not next week, the latest. And what's the, what's the elevator pitch? The pitch for Space Village? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, that's simple. It's a platform where property owners, you know, uh, and event planners can connect because uh, event ah. looking for, you know, places to rent to host events and property yeah, owners, yeah. Have, you know. It's like a, a venue marketplace. Yeah, because real estate, you know, it's not working anymore. So, oh, that's fantastic. That's Amazing. a great idea. So we, you'll know all the good places to host a singles meetup. It, yeah. Um, well, we'll get there. That's that. That sounds really. That sounds really cool. If your intention with it is to maybe one day um, uh, sell it, we might buy it. Because <laughs> <Yeah>, we'll <see. laughs> we're we're, we're, we're going to want to build something similar. So sure. Yeah. Cool. I'm using, you know, Clubify as a platform. It's a really unique platform okay. where it's censorship free. So this is the bit beauty, right? Uh, no data mining being sold to third parties, not, nothing like that. So nice. cool, man. Congratulations. Good for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy for you. Yeah. Sure. Woohoo. Yeah. Exciting. Any, um, while, you, while you're here and we have you, any uh, thing that you would like support with either personally, professionally, and also is there anything that you've seen on you from unite or us on social or email but also on the platform itself that you were like oh this isn't working or this could be better or i'd rather I'd, i want this built or is just i'm just looking for general general feedback 
Right. I honestly have been very busy with, you know, like the app and everything. So I didn't really do a thorough check on, on no Unite, but I'll definitely do that. But I think, um, in my opinion, I think there is offering a bit too much so one can get lost. So if we can have it more focused, I think mm -hmm. it would make it easier. That's, yeah. you know, the, you know, the very, you know, surface level, you know, opinion until I dig deeper and give you a proper feedback. Got it, got it. Are you talking about the app or, or just Unite Social in general? I think Unite Social in general, it's Got like, it. it's doing so many things, it gets confusing. There's a lot going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Yeah, that's great feedback. We're, we're definitely thinking about that. Yeah. Awesome. Brother, and lovely to connect with you. Thank you for here. inviting me. This was great. I'm looking forward, you know, to seeing how we can uh, create the next event or co-organize the next event. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. actually don't have a meetup yet. So um, if if you want to, I don't know, we don't know how to use it yet. So yeah, I mean, learn and create a Unite meetup. Yeah. Sure, yeah, look into that. Um, but maybe we'll be using Space Village events instead, right? Because that's oh, the whole perfect. Thing. Yeah, there that you sounds go. great. Sounds As soon great. as the Android build is, is out there, I'll definitely reach out to you and see how we can utilize it and have some kind of partnership or collaboration, you know, with Unite and see how both yeah. can value to each other. That sounds great. Yay! I love it, man. Really, really nice to connect here yeah. and uh, appreciate you and what you're doing in the world. And we will we'll connect soon. Yeah. Sure. All right. Yeah. Have a good night. Ciao, Have Miguel. a good night. Bye. Bye.